Welcome to episode 258 of the Women of the Military podcast. I'm ending the fifth season of Women of the Military podcast with half the advice from military women who have been recorded on the show this year. I wanted to highlight their advice. I love getting to reflect back and look at all the different women who have got to share their stories and be inspired by what they've done. And so to commemorate that, I wanted to do a wrap-up of Season 5 with the first half of my guests from Season 5 providing the answer to what advice would you give a young woman who's considering military service? I'm going to take a few weeks off for the holidays. And if you like this episode, come back in mid-January and you'll get to hear the second half of season five with the women who answered the question, what advice would you give to young women who are considering military service? So I really hope you have a great holiday season and a happy new year. And we'll see you back next year in 2024. Don't forget you can always listen to Women of the Military podcast on Fridays at 7 p.m. Eastern and Saturdays at 11 a.m. Eastern, and you can listen on iHeartRadio, the TuneIn app, or Odyssey. Now with that out of the way, let's listen to the advice from the women who've been on the podcast this year. You know, I think my advice, definitely, you know, research each branch because each branch has a different culture. It really you have to know what you can handle. Um, you have to know if you can handle the being on a ship for so many days or, you know, the Marines and how tough they are. I mean, female Marines are a whole different level of, of bad A. <laughs> do your research, know your branch, know what you want to do. You know, don't let the recruiter talk you into something because they have a quota. You know, if you want to be, you know, a cryptologist and do intelligence and and the air force says nope not you're not going to do that go to the navy then go to the army go to the marine corps and talk to them and really know what you want to do and stick to it don't just fall for the first thing you're told in a recruiter's office you know this is your career it can be 30 years it can be 5 years it can be whatever you want but if you're not happy with what you're doing you're going to be miserable and you know just really make sure you're firm in what you want to do. Um, embrace your time. It's not easy. There's a lot of struggles, but it, on the other end, you'll come out just a totally amazing different person. And I think the person, the, the woman I stand here today would not be who I am without that five and a half years of service. I would tell her to know her options to ask a lot of questions. And if you don't know what questions to ask, to read your book, Amanda. <laughs> Speak with someone who's been in the military. Ask them about their service. What did they do? Know what you want when you go in. Know what job you want to do. And don't deviate from that. Because they'll try to talk you into something. They'll go general. That's what I did. Communications general. That was me. And they'll just stick you wherever they need you. But if, be specific about what you want to do. Stay on course. Always have someone that's got your six. If you, if you find a friend who's always got your back, then you'll be fine. Go Air Force. And I'm going to say this. I always tell people the Air Force is the best service for women. And I will not deny that because, you know, not that the other services aren't, you know, good for women. I think all of them, serving your country is great. But what I liked about the Air Force is I allow, I was allowed to keep the majority of my femininity, one. That's what I truly loved. And two, I think that um, because we are, 
you know, the other services call us the chair force, right? Like we're the most corporate, uh, you know, parallel service as far as when you look at all the military service, we're the one that's probably closest to corporate. So that's why they call us chair. But I think our skills are translatable and, and there's less difficulty doing that. And so my vote is the world's greatest Air Force has, you know, allowed me to have tremendous experience. I mean, tremendous. And I loved every single moment. I mean, even the bad, I look back and realize it was good. It made me better. It made me who I am. It made me love all kinds of people, learn to give people grace, right? And not be perfect and judgmental and to realize, you know, there's one thing I do want to say. If you ever get the opportunity to be a commander and come in, go to college first. I would definitely say that. And if you don't want to stay, stay in the reserves. That's the second thing I would. But, you know, really, sir, I think everybody should serve at least two to three years. That's just, I think what you get and what you learn about yourself and the respect for this country and for veterans. Um, But go Air Force. That's number one. One, I would say connect not just with a mentor, but connect with each other. So if you you know, think that you might want to join the military, I'm sure there's other people who also do. The good news is that we live in a society where social media is at your fingertips, internet's at your fingertips. So you do have the ability to really research and find other people just like you. Obviously, you'll come across the negativity through that way too, but it's important to stay focused on the purpose of why you want to join. And then consider all of the possibilities that come along with service, right? So, so many built-in stigmas and, you know, it can only be this way or it should be this way. No, there is so much. My children and I talk about it all the time. They're like, mom, can I be a cook in the military? Yes. Mom, can I be a vet in the military? Yes. Mom, can I be a this in the military? Can I be a fighter pilot? Can I be a, you know, army man? Can I, same thing with women. You can do it all you can do, you can really forge a path. And guess what? If you don't like what you're doing, there's more possibilities. You know, there's different services there's different occupational codes. And so you really have a lot of opportunity to, you know, get all of those things that will do you service beyond your uniform. So just consider the possibilities. Goodness, besides lock your door at night, no matter where you are on the planet and sleep with scissors next to your bed, I'm trying to think it it is uh, pursue your your bliss, right? You want to join the military and see the world and get all the benefits, do it, you know, learn, learn to lead and serve. It's, it's a life changing uh, opportunity. They, They should do it and to not be afraid of taking on a job that they didn't think they could do. Like, I think people join and they think they want to be maybe a surgical tech, or they want to do something in logistics rather than being in field artillery or being in like air defense artillery or armor or the infantry. Don't be afraid to do those things because, well, one, it's not forever. Even even within the service, you can change easily at different points. It's be open to these experiences and opportunities. I think that there's there's a lot to, to do. And I just had, it was branch night at West Point last week. And a mom reached out to me. Her daughter was forced branched into, I think it was field artillery, which again was only on the list because everything sort of has to be on the list. And I said, you know, this is a game changer 
for her. This is a great opportunity to lead and to learn and to serve and to see this world and to really flex. You know, if you go to West Point, it's all those lessons about leadership and working with soldiers. Her platoon is out there waiting for her, right? And she'll go to these schools and and this will work out better. You know, that this is, and Amanda, maybe you're a little religious, maybe you're you're not, uh, but I, I do think, uh, I know if I look at my own life, whatever plans I had, I can't remember what they were. I just sort of go with the plan that God has made for me, lighting the step one step before me at a time, which sounds really lame. I think I'm supposed to say, what's your five-year plan? You know, set your goals and achieve them. And it, it never quite works out that way. Everything seems a little accidental. Not that there isn't hard work that goes into getting a master's, but I didn't get a master's in something I knew existed till I was in my 30s. My PhD was like a quick decision, right? That it was, if you know, my, my mentor, my academic mentor and I were, oh, if you do one more year of coursework, you can have a PhD. And because it was a woman, she said, and you need a PhD because that MHA, you're never going to have 60 hours a week to spend at a hospital. So it was, none of it was, I, I never said, oh, I should get a PhD in, you know, public health and specialize in systems and policy. I never thought that it just happened. So I think for people who are out there living their life, thinking about serving, show up, work hard and and see where you go and be open to new opportunities because it can be really fantastic. So yeah, that's what my advice would be. I think, uh, and I didn't really talk about it today, but is be yourself. So I think it's really easy to join the military and think that you're supposed to be a certain mold, which often may not necessarily be feminine. So I would say to any young girl, no matter who you are, what type of what type of woman you are, is be be yourself. That is your biggest superpower. You will be the best you can in the military if you be yourself. I think um, I would pass along advice, not just from the WASP, but from the second generation of women pilots, those who flew from 73 to 93. Rosemary Mariner was um, a naval commander. She She broke through the ceiling of flying so many great aircraft in the 1980s, uh, especially. And, um, you know, she, if she couldn't find someone to help her where she was, she went somewhere else and found someone else. And when I talked to her about her history and her experiences, she talked about allies and being open to allies and finding them where they are and, um, you know, be true to yourself. Uh, but there are a lot of great opportunities uh, in the military and um, and beyond. And be true to yourself and, and find your allies. I would say do it. But I would also say know why you're doing it. If you're doing it to get away from something that's internal, you might want to think about addressing that because you're going to take wherever you go, you take you with you. And so my advice is know why you're doing it, but don't be afraid to do it. Jump in with both feet. It'll be a great experience. Whether you do four or 40 or 24, you're going to like it, but just know why you're doing it. Because too many times I've talked to young airmen and they'd been in a short while and they were having these issues and these problems. And it just turned out they were, they thought joining the military would get them away from those inner demons, but it does not. You just take them with you. So my biggest thing is know why you want to do it, do it, and don't be afraid to speak up for yourself. I think as women, we don't do that enough. 
Because I was raped in a school, it's really important to share this advice that uh, when you're in boot camp, you're taught that everyone around you is your brother and sister, and you start to think that you can let your guard down and you can trust everyone as blindly. And you know, these people have my back, they're gonna protect me. People come into the military from all different walks of life with all different moral backgrounds, beliefs, and in some cases, bad intentions. And so what I would give you for advice is don't let your guard down fully, protect yourself, don't put yourself in, in situations where people can take advantage of you. You know, if you're if you're out drinking, make sure that you have people that you trust around you to, um, but also still never drink to the point where you can't protect yourself. But really, it's just don't let your guard down fully like you are expecting that it's going to be okay to do because you just can't trust everyone around you, unfortunately. But it can also be an amazing place to um, pave the way for those who are coming up behind you and, and those who have served. I thank you for your service and for giving all of us that opportunity. I have two pieces of advice. One is that when you're deciding what you want to do in the military or if you want to enlist in the military, slow down. Just slow down if you can. Read Amanda's book, A Girl's Guide to Military Service. <laughs> I really mean that too. If I had had that book, it would have been a different experience for me, I believe. Uh, and also just um, second piece of advice is just that a healthy dose of confidence has never done a woman wrong. It's okay to be a little confident and that and being able to use your voice and speak up and say the things you need to say to get what you want in the military and in your life is just a really important thing. So I would first, I would encourage anybody, male or female, um, especially if they're not sure what they want to do after high school, because I guarantee you the military, regardless of what branch you choose, will find something for you to do. <laughs> they will find something. And not only will they find something, but they will train you in whatever that is. But I would tell you, do, do some research. You know, find somebody, you know, somebody who's been in the military. If you don't have anybody in your family that's ever been in the military, look up like a VFW or some, some other military organization. They're all over the place. And just talk to somebody about their experience what some of the things that, that they like, some of the things that they didn't, so that you go in with an open mind. You know, you, you've got to go in knowing what some of the, you know, all the good things, because there's a lot of good being in the service, you know, provides you. There's also some pitfalls that you just have to avoid. I mean, that's, you know, that's life. Nothing is, nothing is a hundred percent wonderful. So you, you've got to, I would say, just do, do your research. I would also recommend, especially if you're a, you know, young kid coming out of high school, or you've had a couple of years of college or what have you, is go in with an idea of what you want to do. All right. Um, you know, because like I said, they will pick for you and you may or may not be happy with that. <laughs> but at least if you go in with an idea and say, OK, you know what? I know I do not want to work at a desk. Maybe I want to do something with my hands and they can say, OK, well, maybe they will steer you towards, you know, a civil engineering career or something like that. Or, you know, yes, I love working in office like me. I'm super organized. They steered me towards admin and I was like, heck, yeah, that's exactly I love organizing things. I love putting things together and I, you know, getting stuff just right. That's my passion. And so they put me there and, you know, just stick with it, stick with it. You know, even if today sucks, tomorrow will be different. If you don't like the place that you're at, you are not going to be there forever. You know, those are, you know, I, I, I tell people a lot, don't make, you know, long-term decisions 
to fix a short-term problem. If you look at the bigger picture, you know, okay, you know, yeah, I don't like it here. You know, okay, again, let's see what we can do to make it work until I can get to where I want to be. So those are just my nuggets of advice for individuals. Do your research, advocate for yourself and know your rights. Know that you have rights. I wish I knew those things when I, before I went into the military. I am slightly biased, so I will address my future potential Marines out, female lady Marines out there. But um, I think this applies to everybody, all women that are wanting to go into the service. I will say I, from personal experience, when I was coming in, especially into the Marine Corps, because there's so few women and roughly about six to eight percent of officers are female. That is a very, very small portion. There was a lot of pushback that I received from people in regards of, you know, the Marine Corps is a male-dominated community. You don't really belong. How are you supposed to lead all men as a woman? Are you going to be taken seriously? You know, well, you're an attractive female, so you know, that's going to cause issues, sexual assault, sexual harassment, that kind of stuff. Are you worried about that? All this kind of stuff. And I just want to reiterate to anyone out there that you do not have to conform to this image that people think that you have to be as an officer, as a Marine, as an airman, or fill in the blank. You are able to be unapologetically you, and you have a place here in the military. And You do not have to change based off of who you are for what you think people need. And having the characteristics of a woman and as a female is what makes us unique and what makes us needed in this role. I can't tell you how many times I've sat down with Marines that felt comfortable to tell me things because of my leadership style or didn't have a mom growing up or a woman figure and actually benefited off of having me as a leader because of that and just seeing what that looks like. Or showing my Marines, you know, hey, you guys have little little girls. You have young children that are females. Like, this is what you can do, and there is a spot for them. So my main message is, number one, don't feel like you have to change who you are and what makes you unique and special as a woman to enter the military. And number two, do not let anyone tell you that you do not have a space here. Do not let anyone tell you because you are a woman that you aren't going to be worthy or you're not good enough. And thirdly, don't feel like because you're a woman, you have to live your life proving yourself that you deserve to be here. There's too many people that I know that want to prove people wrong because people say that they couldn't be here. And so they live their lives constantly trying to get people's approval and prove to others that they deserve to be here. And I just want to tell you that that is not the case. You already have been here. You deserve a seat at the table. There's amazing females that have paved the way before us, that there is a place for you. And you now have entered an amazing community of females that want to support you. So on this, Amanda, I know I can't speak for you, but I know you will and me as well are an active resource to anyone out there, especially a woman or that just needs support, uh, might be going through a tough job circumstance in the military, that we are here for you and we love you and we want to support you and we're excited that you have or are deciding to join this awesome community of women. Well, I would say that first, it has to be something that you want to do, not not something that somebody else thinks you should do. Um, But I would say if you're passionate about it and it's something that you want, then go for it, but put in the work. Like put in the work to be credible, to be capable, 
work hard. I mean, honestly, this is advice for anyone, not just a young woman, but anybody going into, you know, something new is put in the work, you know, and it's not always going to be easy. You're going to face challenges. You're going to face rejection. You're going to face failure. You're going to make mistakes. And so it's all about what you do in those moments. It is about being afraid and doing it anyway. It is about getting back up again when you get knocked down. Um, but, but put in the work. It's not going to be easy. Put in the work. Uh, be credible. Work hard and, and try to ma- maintain a good attitude. Take advantage of every opportunity that you can. Anything that comes your way, even if it's hard, even if you don't think that you can do it, um, if you don't complete it, so be it. But give it everything that you have. Don't allow anyone to tell you what you can or cannot do. If they put a block in your way, go over it, under it, find another avenue of approach, stay legal, ethical, and moral. You decide what your military career looks like, period. Uh, No one else can define it but you. So again, it's not always easy. Sometimes people do things to you just because you are female or stop you. But again, you decide whether or not they're going to put the pause on you. Your decision. Don't get mad. Don't get even. Your greatest revenge is your success. Your greatest revenge is your success. For all the naysayers, for me, every time I had a success, It was the greatest thing. And I smiled and giggled all the way. If you're going to join the military, do it with a very strategic plan of what your goals are. Look into all options and all branches, right? I don't have any regrets about my service, mainly. I just wish that I had opted to maybe go the officer route and go to college first and build career skills first or once I felt really comfortable in my skill set and I felt like the hotshot, you know, IT technician that maybe I would have focused more on becoming a warrant officer uh, for the military and becoming a specialized SME and doing something a little different. Pick a skill set that is transferable no matter what, because you never know what's going to happen. Now, I'm not saying don't go out and choose to be in the infantry and blow stuff up. Cool. If you want to blow stuff up and shoot the things and roll in the mud, Cool, do that, but make sure that those skills are, you know, in alignment with more than law enforcement, if that's not what you want to do when you get out and go to school, take advantage of all the places, travel on your leave, use the space A system and plan everything before you just jump in kind of blindly. Because again, I feel like I jumped in blindly. It worked out well for me. My transition went okay because I had mentors. But not everybody had what I had. And talk to your friends and parents. Don't run away from home so your parents will sign your paperwork. My mom was just trying to protect me. Wish she had just, you know, maybe not have. But yeah, it's just strategically plan everything and make sure this is something you really want to do. And if you're not sure, join the National Guard or another branch and test it out first. Use this opportunity to build your personal brand and Soak in as much knowledge as you possibly can about this incredible organization that you have the opportunity to be a part of because you are the 1% to even be able to say or put that on your resume or even to put, put that on your LinkedIn. And just to have that, learn how to harness that energy and that just that the power that comes from being able to, to say that you are a part of that organization. So harness it and crush it and do amazing things. So I guess a couple things. Um, I did start it, but I had a, a 
ALO friend who is a man, but his one piece of advice is always you have two ears and one mouth. And so listen twice as much as you speak, um, which I think is great advice for young people. I think too, when you go into the military, you have to be who you are and nobody else is you. And maybe you aren't what people expect the military to be. Like sometimes I encounter people and they're like, you're friendly and you're outgoing. That's not how people in the military are. And I'm like, no, people are, we're not that different. And so I think be true to who you are. Um, and I think don't be afraid to challenge yourself. You know, I, I personally like a big scary goal, you know, whether it's like a revenue goal or like mastering a new skill. Like I just started playing golf. I like to do something that is a little bit outside your comfort zone. So I think the military, you know, really requires that. So, you know, that's my advice. I think for the next generation coming in is you don't have to completely sacrifice who you are to be in the military. You can absolutely do both. Keep your passions, keep pursuing what is interesting to you, regardless of what it is, and figure it out, figure out a way to make it happen because it's absolutely, absolutely possible to wear multiple hats. And many people do these days and it might look different for everybody, but you never know unless you try. I would say, this is so practical, be as physically fit as you possibly can be. Physically and mentally tough. Let's, let's put it that way. I'll be physical, physical and mental toughness. I will assume that any woman who, you know, young woman who's like, I, I have an interest, whatever, you know, she probably knows she wants to, or, you know, she's kind of venturing into the unknown. I remember when I would tell people that I wanted to go to the Naval Academy and they're like, you know, and be a Marine, they're like, are you sure you want to do that? And I'm like, gosh, they think I can't do it and whatever, you know? And so I feel like that's less helpful, but I feel like, um, there are certain, you know, there are certain blockers that do get in, in women's way when we go off to do these things and we underestimate how actually physically hard they are and how actually mentally hard they are. And so, um, I think, you know, I think if I had gone into these different places, more physically fit and maybe a little bit more mentally tough. It would have been a little bit easier for me, but, uh, but you know, I think, I think all of us, um, you know, can look back and say, Oh, you know, if I had come in and I had known a little bit more, it would have been better, but you know, it is part of the journey. And so, um, but there it is my very pragmatic advice, you know, get as physically fit as possible.